0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Great to have you with us. close to the end of the week already. Uh, Man, time flies. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got a ton of stuff again for you today. You don't want to miss even a second. Not one single second. We already lost half a second because Corby was half a second late.
2: I'm so glad you pointed that out. On the show open.
1: Yes. We'll never get that back, Corby. Thanks. Seriously. Thanks. I mean, in a jam-packed show, mm-hmm. we miss half a second. <sighs> and
2: Whatever. we have to address it. because Whatever. We have to. Because you
1: have to know why you're missing mm-hmm. that half second of entertainment. Correct. And it's not my fault. It's not Keith's fault. It's eh. because of Corby. It's
2: probably my fault somewhere in there. Yeah, maybe. It's Nate's fault, actually. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, first let me tell you though about real estate agents I trust this is a an organization with just great realtors in it uh, across the country if you're looking for one you don't know who to go with should you go with your second cousin once removed no uh, who dabbles in the business and you know has uh, a pretty a pretty good uh, record of selling a house or two in the last five or six
2: years so you've heard
1: yeah yeah when they're not selling amway products or whatever. <laughs> Uh, You don't want to do that. You want to go with somebody with a lot of experience, somebody committed uh, to, to, uh, to their craft. And that's real estate agents I trust. These are agents who have great track records, who know the market, who go around with all kinds of clients and know what they want so that when you're selling your home, they can advise you on the best things to do and what not to do when you're selling your home. The changes to make to your house, or maybe you just leave it alone and sell as is, these are the realtors who will know all of that. Uh, And it's really a stressful process trying to sell your home, and especially if you're selling and buying and maybe relocating, you need somebody to help you through that process. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray
0: Pat Gray
1: Unleashed. So uh, the Democrats seem a bit de- desperate right now. And uh, uh, they're showing some wear and tear. Uh,
3: uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh, Nancy Pelosi yesterday uh, had this to say about Republicans.
4: Oh. I'm going close by saying that... Uh, <laughs> You've heard me say again and again that the Republicans seem to be having a limbo contest with themselves to see how low they can go.
1: Oh, my God. They seem
4: to have reached rock bottom with their statement Uh that what happened on January 6th was normal political discourse. Legitimate. Who said that? Legitimate political discourse. I've also said that Republican Mm. Party, good country needs a strong Republican Party. It made great contributions to our country. I say this to Republicans all the time. Do Take you? back your party from this cult. Oh, my gosh. Take back your party. America needs a strong Republican Party and a strong Democratic Party. <laughs> yeah,
2: but we but don't have that. That's hijacked, for sure. And it's
4: disturbing that see, to see cult. that the mm. Republican leader of the House ran, actually literally refused to condemn that resolution of legitimate political Discourse. He literally ran away from the press when he was asked about his position. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Republicans can run, but they cannot hide Ooh, oh, from what happened on January 6 to, to 6th. call that legitimate political discourse. January 6. 140 law enforcement officers were wounded. Some people died. <laughs> it was a, an assault on our some people capital, died. Our Congress. Yeah, the hand of your security. Our All right. Democracy. They on her to run, ministry. but Thanks. they can't hide. Yeah. With that, I'm pleased to take any questions you may
2: have. All right, got to repeat that. That's, that's powerful.
1: They can run, but they can't hide. And to call it a cult, huh. when you look across the aisle, you see what's going on with Democrats. Are you kidding me? Wow, talk about the pot calling the kettle black. That's astounding. Of course, she's out of it, too. <clears throat> I think she's almost as out of it as Joe Biden is.
2: Not quite, maybe. Boy, but she's on that road. I'd love to see those two take a wonderlick test right about now. I would love that. <laughs> let's make that I happen. Love that. Corby's going to make it happen.
1: Should be mandatory. If you're if you're going to run for office and you're you're going to try to govern the country at this age, let's make sure that you're all there. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. <clears throat> so you, yeah, you got to take the test. Sorry. Just, <laughs> wow.
2: Be, Get your cult under control. <laughs> Ugh. You guys are legislating via cult right now.
1: And she's so concerned about the Republican Party yeah. being a strong party. <laughs> sure. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. The Republican Party's right. done great great contributions to our co- country. Yeah, um, uh-huh. uh rescuing the slaves from Democrats. <laughs> yes, so that's what they did.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Seeing to it that the Civil Rights Act actually was passed uh mm-hmm. against all of the protestations of the Democrat Party. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so Democrats filibustering. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That's their big thing now. <laughs> Just amazing. <sighs>
1: Absolutely amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Are you familiar with? Uh, I think we talked about her <clears throat> a little bit yesterday or the day before. Doctor uh, Leanna Wen, mm. CNN's resident Chinese doctor. Well, Chinese American, I think, right? Mm,
2: she's from China. I know that. Is she sure. actually from? She yeah. was born in China. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. I've looked this up before because we've played clips of her over <clears throat> the last couple of years. They're just ugh, nauseating, and I almost—do we really want to do this? Do you think today? Um, hmm. Well, go, go down memory lane with her. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, she was born in uh, in uh, well in Shanghai itself. Oh. No, there right. you go.
1: So here she is in March of last year. Okay. Uh, Just to show, you know, her feelings over time. Uh, Here she is March of 2021.
0: My main concern is that we're not going to reach herd immunity because of vaccine hesitancy. And I know that's hard for a lot of people to believe who desperately want the vaccine right now. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, oh, well, it's just a small percentage of people who are actually anti-vaxxers. And that's true. There is the anti-science, anti-vaxxer contingent.
2: Anti-science, anti-science. Remember there are that. Many Remember more that. More Shut people, up.
0: Millions of people who, for whatever reason, have concerns about the vaccine, who just don't know what's in it for them. And we need to make it clear to them that the vaccine is the ticket back to pre-pandemic life (laughs) and the window to do that is really narrowing I mean you were mentioning Chris about how all these states are reopening they're reopening at a hundred percent and we have a very (gasps) narrow window to tie reopening policy to vaccination status because otherwise if everything is reopened then Mm. what's the carrot going to be how are we going to incentivize people to actually get the vaccine Uh so that's why I think the CDC and the Biden administration needs to come out a lot bolder and say Mm -hmm. if you're vaccinated you can do all these things here are (laughs) all these freedoms that you have because otherwise hmm. people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. And I fear a situation of coming into yeah, the you fall that. where we never reach herd uh-huh. immunity. Yeah. And then we get hit by the next surge of, of, of COVID-19 in the fall. Something the that we could have prevented if we just got people vaccinated. We just now. got
2: them vaxxed. Yeah. We could have prevented what happened, you know, in the fall. Right.
1: You know, you, you just pin them down and uh, force it on everybody. That's all you do is you send the military out door to door And if somebody hasn't been vaccinated and they don't want to be still, you just hold them down. You send the military, uh, a bunch of Marines to their house,
2: Hmm. hold them down and vaccinate them. That's all. I mean, that seems feasible. Then they can participate in freedom. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, they're just going to go out and exercise their freedom anyway. We can't have that. We can't have that. But it's going to be important as we go down this memory lane to see this Democrat plan in action where she's saying, you know, all the Biden administration has got to be more bold. Well, they got more bold. And obviously, yeah. That backfired in a big way. So that was March.
1: Here's May. Of 2021,
0: a lot of people are thinking kind of selfishly, thinking mm. what's in it for me, and kind they're of not selfishly. willing to wait until this elusive herd immunity. If we can that. tell those individuals who that. otherwise would not get vaccinated, mm-hmm. if we say to them, the moment of freedom for you is when <laughs> you get vaccinated, when you reach the two-week mm. mark, these are people who otherwise might not be vaccinated. So uh-huh. let's give them that incentive.
2: Give yeah. them that incentive, yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Straight, so straight from you Shanghai, that, you that
1: message. Keep your constitutional rights, if. if. If you take this unknown vaccine that we just came up with and won't tell you what's in it. Yeah, that's all. And just to keep your constitutional rights. You want those, don't you? Huh. Okay, well then do what you're told. Then in August, okay. she had this to say
0: so we really need to do something different Uh in the past we know that vaccine mandates are effective and i think we really need to be reframing how we think about them we should be thinking about this as we do drunk driving (laughs) you have a right if you want to be intoxicated in your home or Mm. in some other setting at a bar let's say right but you do not have the right to be intoxicated and Uh then get behind the wheel of a car in a way that you could potentially endanger other people and so i think that the vaccine mandate concept is going to be increasingly important because for example, I have two unvaccinated young kids. I don't know that someone has the freedom, so to speak, to transmit COVID 19 to my unvaccinated mm. kids.
2: Huh. <laughs> yeah. Man. Isn't she fun?
1: Yeah, she's fun. She's fun. You know she's she's with. fun. There's one more, but uh, we've been joined by a guest in studio. Do you know who she's with? Uh, who? Chen? Yeah. No. World Economic yeah. Forum.
2: Oh, WF strikes again. No wonder. Yeah.
1: No wonder. Yeah. So, part of the Build Back Better situation?
5: Yeah, I mean, this that's what all of this is about. Yeah. All of it is about that. Did I mean, you write it's, a book about
1: that or something?
5: I did write did a book about that.
1: Something to say about it? Yeah.
5: Are you
2: an author? Oh, huh? an author has joined us. Yeah. The
5: yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. 23 times best-selling author.
1: 23 books? <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? 23rd
5: oh this yeah show. this is the 23rd book uh might be the 24th i don't i don't know so one of those times <laughs> one of those times you didn't make the best selling oh, wow. list uh no the That's first
1: pathetic. well i actually that did I, I, I actually but did. the new york times wouldn't admit it are they doing that this time yeah they, uh, i think i read something were, where we
5: were number, you were number one number
1: one everywhere except the new york
5: times we were number 12. Mm-hmm. 12. 12.
1: Well, there's more that goes into it yeah. than actual sa- sales. Oh, yeah. Right, when you're talking right. about best, best selling. Best selling, yeah. <laughs> they said
5: they had their own, you know, calculation, their own metrics, and their own metrics. And we mm-hmm. know that. Um, mm-hmm. But I've never seen anything like this. We were. That's really amazing. We were 30,000 more than the second best selling book, which. They put at number 13 because it was RFK Junior's book oh, okay uh, and wow. we were 45,000 more sales than the book they had at number one. <laughs> and then what's really crazy is the next week we had no copies to sell, none, okay They only we only lost one place. We couldn't sell anything, oh, wow. and yet we were 13th <laughs> on the New York Times list. It was like, what? What are <laughs> so you doing?
1: So bizarre.
5: Crazy.
1: I mean, they are so agenda-driven. They are so ideologically driven. They're all blind. They're all, blind. all blind. I, I, I mean, the paper of record, it's really despicable. But tell us about the book. Um, what? What is we, What is going on with The Great Reset? Um That
5: almost sounded sincere, like you don't know.
2: Uh, No, I know, right? (laughs) That's what I do.
5: Um, That's what I do. This this book, Pat, is, uh, I mean, I'm traveling next week because I'm meeting with legislators, Senate and and, uh, House members, and governors next week. Mm. There are now 20 states that are starting to put anti-ESG legislation in because of this book Mm. um Mm. it is once you understand the great esg for the uninitiated stands for um uh it's a social credit score it is for um environment uh social justice and governance so geez it is a system and it's in
1: place right
5: now oh yeah right so if you have if you have mm. a you know uh, any kind of 401k where you're investing in an index or anything else, you probably will go to your website, especially if you're JP Morgan Chase, uh, and you will find your ESG score. You have one. and that's mm. critical to understand. So ESG is this system where the banks can't loan you any money, if you're a risk to them, so the blaze will be a risk to banks. Mm-hmm. We won't be able to get any loans for anything. Because uh, you have revol- a really bad ESG score. Correct. Mm-hmm. I- including revolving credit, which most companies have every single month. It's revolving. You you use it for your payroll, mm-hmm. and then as the next month comes in, you pay that off, and then they give you the, the money just because of receipts you know collectibles. Mm-hmm. so you uh, uh, you won't be able to get a revolving payroll payroll loan. You won't be able to go buy a, a house, you won't be able to buy a car. you won't be able mm. to get a loan for anything because one of those three categories, You're you're risky. You're not green enough. Okay? Your house that you want to buy is not green enough. Um, You don't agree with social justice. You are outspoken. This is for the very first time. They will not use your credit score. Wow. They will use your social justice score. They actually will now scan your Facebook page and your social media, <laughs> depending on who you follow. This is the Chinese model. Yep. This is the Chinese model. And it's already in. It's already done. You have to get away mm-hmm. from the big banks, put your money into a um, a local bank, one that has no connections except in your local town, or uh, a, a, um, a credit union, you've got to get out of Vanguard and all of these index things. Go to your HR director, warning, if you work for a you know woke company. Coke. Any of Disney. them. Disney. Any of them. Yeah. Uh, iHeart. Yeah. All companies. iHeart is. iHeart. All companies. <laughs> That's not are, No. All companies. I'm in the middle of a contract negotiation. Wow. I've had this conversation with them. You know, I've had this. I've been in this company since 1989. I know. You have been in and out since that time. Yep. Um, I know them quite well, uh, and uh, I've said to them, <laughs> we can call off all contract negotiations. What does this mean to you? And they're like, well, we have certain things we have to do, blah, blah, oh. blah. That Okay, all right. Um, but- you know, it will never wow. affect me on the air. And most people are going to be working for ESG companies. Mm. So you're not going to be able to avoid it. You're just not. But the key here is, is get your money out mm. of that system. They are using your money. Jeez. Vanguard, BlackRock, Black, what is it? Blackstone, uh, uh, Black any White. of these, any of these um, indexes that you're in, mm. any of them. They're using your money to destroy capitalism. And mm. it's really critical that you pull your money away from them. It's the only way to stop them. The only way to stop it is to get your money out and also to send a message from the states. Again, we have 20 states right now that are saying, we're pulling all of our teachers' funds. We're pulling all of our state funds. We're pulling everything out of out of companies like BlackRock. How do you explain to people that successful capitalists like these are okay. trying to destroy capitalism okay, try Why? this on for try, try try i have two explanations for this that I, i'm not sure what what is the most effective yet because i have a hard time explaining that without getting all into the nuts mm-hmm. and bolts of it okay mm-hmm. um so here are the two explanations one what are the companies that are losing um faith, or what are the categories that people just don't trust anymore? Big business, media, Mm -hmm. government, banks, right? Those are the big ones. Mm -hmm. Now, let's – and big tech. So big tech is the last one to have the, uh, the the pitchforks and torches come, okay? That pitchfork and torch is coming when AI starts destroying jobs. That will happen by 2030. All of big tech knows this. 40% of all jobs will be gone by 2030, okay? And you Mm. won't be able to uh, retrain a lot of people for different jobs. It's going to be a constant churn by 2030. So they know when AI starts taking jobs, they're in trouble. Mm. But they're the last on the food chain. Who knows they're in trouble? Have you noticed CNN how they are just rallying around this anti-Joe Rogan thing. Yeah. That's because, yep. you know the, notice the New York Times also declared a war on all podcasters. Okay? Mm-hmm. So there's a war against people like us. That's coming from the media. That's because we have millions of listeners. Mm-hmm. Anderson Cooper has about 500,000 now. Okay? Mm-hmm. We have millions, 500,000. Joe Rogan is estimated to have anywhere 11 between 11 million a day. Yeah, 11 million a, a day. day, okay? It's amazing. Again, CNN highest rated program 500,000. They're done. They know it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to protect journalism? And the first to be eaten are the politicians, okay? Mm-hmm. The politicians need <clears throat> need help. The banks need bailouts. The big businesses they've known since the Tides Foundation in 1988, we've got to take over big business, correct? Yeah. Okay. So here's what's happening. Government, those people are freaking out. We're going to lose our power. Mm -hmm. Okay. We need help. So they've gone to big tech first. Well, actually media first, but media is so ineffective now. So they went to media. Let's partner. Let's private public partner okay now big tech let's public private partner so we can we're telling you you've got to stop this onslaught they're not they're in on it together Mm -hmm. of course they need to stop joe rogan because joe rogan can expose all of this and turn the tides on their plan Mm -hmm. the businesses are getting rich because the federal reserve which is the bank Remember, the Federal Reserve is only the biggest banks in the country. The biggest banks are in trouble, says the Federal Reserve. So we need to bail them out. So they take money, they print, and instead of putting it in the Fed pocket, they just put it into their bank pocket. Okay? Mm -hmm. What are the banks doing with it? How did the stock market go up when everything was closed? How was the stock market booming? Because the Federal Reserve is getting it to the banks the banks are taking that money, and they're investing in companies like BlackRock Hedge Funds. BlackRock mm-hmm. is then going to the companies and saying, we have an ESG score. You need to do this, or you're you're not going to play the game and be in with us, or you're going to be out. Remember what George Soros told me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The ship is about to sail, and you are either on it or you're not. All of them are choosing to be on it mm-hmm. because they'll get rich. Mm-hmm. All of the... Right. The elites. This is bringing us back to the days of lords and ladies and serfs.
2: Mm, I just I looked up um, mm. the company that I have a lot of banking with, and uh, ta-da, on their website is their environmental, social. You'll have it and everywhere. Government. So that's my question: Is there somewhere they don't hide it? I mean, it, it's not even hidden. But is there a list no. um, somewhere? of like all the companies or is it just safe to assume that you just
5: assume it's all there Mm -hmm. because they all know, and this has been put in Mm -hmm. for a long time. This Mm -hmm. is the reason the Paris Accords happened. Remember how they all freaked out about the stupid Paris Accords. Mm -hmm. And we're like, what the hell is this Paris Accord? Because the Paris Accords were not about global warming. The five days in Paris before were the biggest banks in the world where they all signed a treaty to do this. Jeez. Global warming is, was the was the vehicle to uh-huh. bring it in, but COVID actually helped them go turbo. So the question is, now they are becoming desperate. That's um, why they had to get uh, Trump out. Right. Exactly right. That's why, Did you notice, all of the businesses that came out and they were proud to say, yeah, well, we had a phone call, we had to make sure that uh, Trump was out and we did everything we could. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They were proud of it. Mm-hmm. That's ESG. They knew that Trump (laughs) was America
2: first. You cannot be America first in this. You can't. Trump was literally the finger in the dike Mm. for so much. And obviously, Trump, I'm not sure,
5: understands what he exposed. Mm -hmm. And I I don't don't think so. I don't think so either. And I don't think he understands. I think
1: he knows there's shenanigans going on. Oh, no, he knows there is that he doesn't know the
5: specifics. You know, I had dinner with him a few, what, a month ago or something. Yeah. And uh, it was fascinating. There were two things that I learned from him. One, he may not know what it is, but he knows how big it is. Mm. You know, he said, I knew I was going to have to fight, but I didn't know I'd have to fight for my life every day And do it alone.
2: I I read
5: Jeez. Yeah. And he was was very clear on that. It was not a Trumpian like, you know, it's the greatest. I was fighting by. It was sincere. Yeah. The second thing is that you have to know about Donald Trump. And I was shocked by this, honestly. And I believe it was sincere. He's a different man in person one-on-one. And, um, we were talking and he was sitting there at dinner and he just shook his head and he said, look at this, look at what the hell is happening to our country so fast. And he, he kind of got a little reflective and he said, and I fixed it. You know, he's kind of like looking at me <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. He said, and I fixed yeah. it. We were on the right track. We were moving we definitely forward.
1: Were. Yes. Yeah. He did put us back on yeah. track. Yeah.
5: And he said, um, He said, you know, I never thought I knew I was going to have to fight, but I never thought I'd have to fight uh, for my life every day alone. Mm -hmm. Then he said, no, not alone. All of those Americans that voted for me, and this was really sincere. All of those Americans that voted for me. They didn't know they were going to have to put up with what they had to put up with either. That's for sure. And I promised them that I would fix it. Now, how do I walk away from them? Mm. How do I not go back in and try to fix this and finish the job for the people that trusted me to fix it? And I didn't.
1: That's So fantastic! That is my impression of Donald Trump.
5: It is. He I is re- such
1: a patriotic,
5: he is American guy, loyal, Lo- yep. loyal. He. The thing I I really got from him because I I went in, you know, thinking Donald Trump absolutely going to run again because he's not going to leave, you know, uh, with a <clears throat> with a with a feeling that he lost. That he lost. Yeah. Okay? His legacy. His legacy. But that's not, not it. That's not it. And that's what everybody misses about Mm. Donald Trump. That's really great.
2: It's something that has haunted me, and it's now coming back to the surface now listening to you talk about Trump. Uh, Remember, I think it was summer of 2020, and he was on with Rush Limbaugh, and he just talked and talked and talked. Rush blew out national commercial breaks just to keep the conversation going. And I recall something that Donald Trump said during that interview Mm. where he said, you know, if I'm not reelected, and he didn't say it exactly like this, but... He said, "Rush, there is so much. There is so much corruption that we are this close to exposing. And if I'm not reelected, they will get away with this forever."
5: Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. And that's what I think. It Ron like. DeSantis. I think if Donald Trump, you know what, I'd really like to see. Because I said to him, "You can't do all this in four years." Right. I said, "So if you mm-hmm. brought in somebody like DeSantis and he As was vice your president. vice president, mm-hmm. you might be able to have twelve years." Yeah. And it's going to take 12 years um, if everybody understands what they're fighting. This thing is to the core rotten. What did he say about that? uh, He said, um, uh, I said, all I said to him was, I don't think you can do this in four years. Yeah. And he said, we have to do it. But I cannot do it with a GOP that is full of a bunch of Mitch McConnell's. Yeah, that's for sure. He uh, said it, that's it. for He sure. said, we cannot do it because and, yeah. and I said to him, you are you making a list of naughty and nice of the people that have, <laughs> you
1: to, know, he is.
5: Yeah. That have to be fired right now. I said, you yeah. have to almost shut down every federal agency. And he said, I can't do it without Congress and the Senate. I can't do it. It will take an act of Congress to fire these people. And he said it has to all be cleaned out and we talked about I'm not for the great reset, but I am for have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in (laughs) and that's really what we have to do it it's we must unplug this system and then plug it back in and restore it to factory settings. That's what happens when you Mm. hit Mm. the reset button. It doesn't reset to a new system. It goes back to the original programming. And that's what needs to happen. And that's not what that's, you know, that's what Joe Biden ran on. We're going to come. We're going to come back and, you know, we're going to return to normalcy. This is more abnormal than the guy who was tweeting on the pot at three o'clock in the morning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. This and is, and it's more abnormal than Barack Obama. So did you see oh <laughs> I mean, this guy's so much worse than Obama. Oh, yeah.
5: I didn't think you could get worse. Uh, can I can I have another minute after we break? You can. And then I, I want to I wanna share with you what Department of Homeland Security hmm. said. Did you hear this? I uh, don't know. Oh, sure. It was a love missive directly to you and other podcasters. Wow. All right. Uh, oh, more right. with Glenn
1: coming up in just a minute <laughs> oh, Not uh, Pat Gray Unleashed.
4: This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, we're going to
1: continue our discussion with Glenn here in just a second. First, let me tell you about built Bars. If you get hungry during the course of the day, and who doesn't? Mm. And you want something sweet and delicious, mm. something that's going to take care of those hunger pangs. Build Bars. Build bars. It's the way to go. This is such a great company. Uh, Nick, the owner, uh, is a great guy. He cares about things. He cares about people. But also, he's got a great product
5: here that you you're going to love. Do you know why it's so great? Because I, I talked to him. I, my mm-hmm. wife forced me to eat them.
2: Oh, they're great. Uh, mm-hmm.
5: And because uh, I was like, there's no way I'm eating this thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, she forced me to eat them because she's I don't been know, on thinking them for years. you it tastes like chalk. Right. chalk. Right. So I called them. I asked yeah. them to advertise on the Blaze. Okay. Yeah. That's one of the first companies. You ever known me to do that? Maybe no. Once, twice. Um, I called them and I talked to him and he said, our number one deal is, yes, we make food that is good for you and protein. Mm-hmm. He said, but our number one thing. Excuse me. Bless you. Taste. Yeah.
1: And that, I mean, that means a lot to people because he said if it doesn't doesn't taste taste good, you're not going to eat it. Right. He said if it doesn't
5: taste good, we throw it out. Try again. It's fantastic.
1: Four to five grams of sugar and carbs, but 18 grams of protein. And yes, it tastes delicious.
5: 120 calories?
1: Yeah. Awesome. Great. Go to built.com, use the promo code pat15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code PAT15 for 15% off at BILT.com. Pat
5: Gray Unleashed. Okay, so there's something else you wanted to tell yeah, us about. the Department of Homeland Security. Now, I want you to remember... That they have been talking about misinformation and disinformation, right? Mm-hmm. They've been talking about the purveyors of that. That's all that uh, uh, CNN has been talking about is we got newsrooms, we got newsrooms all over the country, and, right. and these people just go on and they just <laughs> spout things like we've never read anything. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Um, and the the president has been saying you have got to get control. Big social media, you have a responsibility. Okay. Hmm. Um, now, the Department of Homeland Security. Now, this came out uh, Monday or Tuesday. What's going on in the news? Joe Rogan and all of his disinformation, right? Yep. Okay. Summary of the terrorism threat to the U.S. Department, uh, or the, to the U.S. Homeland. This is a National Terrorism Advisory Bulletin that was just released. Remember when they came out after January 6th with a bulletin and said, you know, People who believe that the election was stolen are terrorists. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this they say is just a continuation. Is it? Listen verbatim to this. The United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories. And other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation introduced and/or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors; mm. these threat actors, i.e., you, Pat, <laughs> seek to exacerbate societal friction, to sow discord, and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest. Got it? Mm -hmm. In the first paragraph, it repeats that twice. Then additional details. The primary terrorism-related threats to the United States continue to stem from lone offenders or small cells of individuals motivated by a range of foreign and or domestic grievances, often cultivated through the consumption of certain online content. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Then key factors uh, for the current heightened threat environment. Number one, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which so discord or undermine public trust in US government institutions. Golly. The, wow. the World Economic Forum just did a 10 day, remember when they when Bill Gates had uh, what was it event 201 mm-hmm. where we're just gonna see what we should do in case there's a coronavirus outbreak. And that Mm -hmm. involved all of the treasuries, all of the central banks, everybody else, big business, media, and they war-gamed it. Well, the World Economic Forum just finished another war game. And the war game was, let's say Russia uh, starts to uh, retaliate because of something. And they decide to hack into our financial systems or they start to uh, hack in and they do what they did last time with the, remember when the gas pipeline and they started to say, you hold it hostage, we're not opening right. it unless you pay. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we do? What should the world do? Because that could cause a catastrophic collapse of the financial system. And a collapse, to quote them, that would require the world to orderly get out of certain world currencies. Gee, I wonder what world currency that might be. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they war gamed it. They said the number one threat, the number one problem would be those that would say things like get your money out of the banks Hmm. get your money out of wall street get your money into bitcoin get your money out of us dollars those would be the number one threat and would have to be silenced immediately you tie that with this you see what's happening to Joe Rogan. You see what the left has said about podcasts. You see what they're yeah. doing. Our time is limited, and I don't say that with hyperbole. I say that to say to you: get the Great Reset book. Mm-hmm. I hate to say. I mean, I, yes, I'm right now. I'm not making. I'm not making any money on <laughs> it. I'm just trying to pay for all the research and everything else. <laughs> um, get the book. It is the Rosetta Stone. We do have it in audio and Kindle, but I'm telling you, buy the, pa- the paper copy, because it information will just disappear. Mm-hmm. It will be gone, and our voices will not be in your life. You've got to do your own homework. Pretty chilling.
1: Yeah. It's Pretty here, sobering.
5: Pat, you and I prayed every day, every day on our knees in my office in New York, every mm-hmm. single day, tell us, Lord, what do we need to say? Where do we need right, to go? What right. do we need to look for? We saw all of this. Watch last night's show. Watch last night's TV show okay. and see the chalkboard I put out five, four or five years ago and look at it. it uh, I didn't come up with these things, but the Great Reset is exactly what we knew. And do you cover a section on what we do about all this? Yeah, the last one. Yeah. And okay. one of them is we have to have an Article <clears throat> 5 convention. Uh have to. Been pushing that for what, ten we, years? Yes. But it, we, is Levin
1: still behind that? He's oh, still yeah. pushing for it, right? Oh yeah.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh there's and there is movement on that, but it is the only way to I've been to hearing clean about it, it again
1: lately for the first time in a while. Yeah. So it's the there's only hope way. that it couldn't it can happen. Yeah.
5: It it has it's to. Great. It because <clears> we are at the place where you've got to be on your local, not only school board, zoning committee. Mm. You've got to call the state. Texas is doing something, but they're only doing it on the E, not the S and the G. They're just protecting the oil companies. Same thing that happened Mm. with Oklahoma. Same thing that's happening in West Virginia. Excuse me. Don't just go for the oil companies. How about you protect the rest of us, too? Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. The book is The Great Reset uh, by Glenn Beck, and it's it's a must-read. Absolute must-have, must-read. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, Score Master. Uh, imagine your credit score now. Imagine what your credit score would be like with 30 or even up to 61 points really quickly added to it, not 10 or 15 points like others that do that that week commercial. I raised my credit score five points in less than a year. Yeah, that's. It's not ScoreMaster. ScoreMaster users could add up to 61 points at 20 days or less, which is life-changing, and it's going to save you all kinds, thousands on any kind of loan you do. ScoreMaster was created by credit data scientists, but you in charge of your finances, and that's where you want to be. It's really simple. It's easy to use. It doesn't take any time, like a minute, one minute to sign up, get started, and you can try ScoreMaster for free, see how many how many points you can add to your score go to scoremaster.com slash pat that's scoremaster.com slash pat
0: it's pat gray unleashed on the blaze.
2: Uh, all right. By the way, we posted what he was talking about. He was reading from uh, the Department of Homeland Security. So if you want to go to at Pat Unleashed on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, and read that verbatim, what your U.S. government thinks is a threat today Re- in America. Really
1: important stuff. Oh. This ESG score thing, we haven't talked about it on this show enough. Uh, because, I mean, it's absolutely chilling. It's absolutely chilling. Speaking of Joe Rogan, I guess he just turned down Rumble. He did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He told an audience in in Austin something. He was doing a question answer thing, and uh, he was asked if he would accept the hundred million dollar offer from Rumble to move his show from Spotify, and he said, uh, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Spotify." He said, "No, Spotify has hung in with me inexplicably. Let's see what happens." Hmm. Is what he had to say about it. You know, has Spotify? I guess they have mostly.
2: There's 113 episodes that say he didn't. Yeah. That's true. Support. Yes. (laughs) Right.
1: Now, the N-word thing is much more difficult than the, you know, expressing opinions about COVID thing. So there's a little bit of a difference there. And they didn't fire him, despite the N-word uh hysteria. So I guess he's, you know, he's kind of got a point. They have mostly hung in there. Uh, but he is under fire like you can't believe. As Glenn was talking about. Everybody's coming for Joe Rogan well, right he's now. He's the tip
2: of the spear. Yeah. You know, and the rest of like he falls, everybody else falls. Even
1: Howard Stern getting in on it, telling him that he should apologize. Joe Rogan should apologize, which is fascinating because <laughs> yeah. Howard, uh, have you ever met you? <laughs> have you met you? <laughs> have you ever listened to what comes out of your mouth? Wow. Now, all of a sudden, Howard Stern is some wise old sage, the keeper of the responsibility flame, someone who stays in his lane at all times. And since when, this kind of fits in with what uh, Glenn was talking about. Since when did Howard Stern become a mouthpiece for government propaganda? How did that happen? That's fascinating, really. That's really interesting. The world, huh.
2: the world is inverted, man. It sure
1: is. Sure is. They got an ally in uh, in Stern, I guess, and they, so he could attack his own. You know, people who do what he does. And that's amazing. It's really amazing. Uh, because this is going to happen more and more. They're going to pit us against each other. Uh, they're, the government is coming for us. These little activist groups are coming for us. And they're not going to stop until they get that job done. So we got to support the people who are under fire right now. And right now that's Joe Rogan. And fortunately, he has 11 million listeners a day that are going to be tough to deal with. You know, 11 million is, is quite a nice little support group. Uh, to have supporting you when you need it and yeah. hopefully they will
2: and if you fear that, that he could lose some of his audience uh, for the latest uh, goings on then go download an extra podcast of his to kind of make up for somebody that may be dropping off because if Spotify sees his audience cut in half for example mm-hmm. then then their choice will be easy they can yep. distance themselves go ahead and pad the numbers do it
1: Yep. Uh, Chris Cuomo Wants as much as $60 million from CNN uh, amid the Jeff Zucker exit. Seems like Zucker was pretty well-loved by those employees at CNN. They're all pissed off that he he got fired or was pushed out or whatever happened there. But he's not backing down in his battle with them Uh, following his dismissal. He intends to demand as much as $60 million in settlement money. Multiple sources say that Cuomo, who was fired in December for helping his brother, uh, Andrew, fend off sexual harassment allegations, is ready to dig in his heels by claiming that Zucker not only knew about his dealings with the governor, but that the network boss had his own inappropriate dealings with Andrew. Hmm. The plot thickens just a bit. <laughs> and he's prepared to demand not the $18 million left on his contract, but as much as $60 million. Nice. Uh, What he believes happened is uh, Warner Media found something in their investigation information. uh, Chris, perhaps internal memos or documents which revealed more about Zucker's involvement with Andrew Cuomo. Mm. And so uh, they just used this convenient excuse that... uh, they had some issues with Chris to get rid of him. Chris intends to fight for every dollar on his contract and loss of income from the 15 to 20 years left in his career had Zucker not orchestrated. So,
2: wait, Chris Cuomo wants to be paid for all those awesome years that we were going to get from him before <laughs> yes. this? Yes, And now they've tarnished his otherwise unsullied reputation?
1: Exactly. His sparkling reputation. He could
2: ask for as much as
1: $60 million, but <clears throat> CNN isn't going to pay that. Uh, but there's an argument that he could ask for as much. Yeah. Okay. Well, Glenn's all right.
2: right. So. I mean, CNN's done. Right? I mean, they are done. They ironically so. helped get rid of the one thing that was keeping them afloat, which was Donald Trump. I mean, that was, that was they would walk in every morning, all right, let's talk about Trump. See, now they've got to, you know, now they have to find scratch something. and claw, like, okay, what are we going to inflate today? Yeah. Which is why they still talk about Trump so much. Yeah.
1: But it's like not as relevant as it was because he's not president. So, you know, their listeners don't care that much now about what Trump is doing or saying because he's not in power. Oh, but he will be again. Uh at least if you listen to <laughs> what Glenn had to say a few yeah. minutes ago, it sounds like he's it sure does certainly going to run. <laughs> so keep your fingers crossed. Uh we'll see. I mean, there's there's a lot that can happen between uh, now and the campaign in 2024. But seriously, it starts next year. Yeah. It starts at the end of this year, probably.
2: Yeah, yeah. Start so money.
1: there's there's going to be it's going to happen fast.
2: Yeah, we have said breaking news. You know, this morning on Bob Saget, we do know his cause of death. I don't know if we want to get that out there real quick here before we run out of time this hour. But uh,
1: seems like you just did get that out there.
2: Well, he hit his head. Yeah,
1: and uh, then he, he went hit to the back it. of his head. Golly. And they always tell you if you if you've got a concussion or a head injury, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Uh, apparently, now we see why he oh. he went to sleep and never woke up. Really sad. That is sad. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, he was a really nice guy. Were you in Houston when he came and did the show? No. no. Okay. Never met him. Really nice guy. Triple eight nine hundred 3393 More Ray unleashed coming up. Red. All right, before we get into things, let me tell you about what is our most important issue? Most important issue. Is it life? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is life. And the fact that 63 million babies have been aborted and uh, wiped from the face of the earth since 1973. Abortion's the leading cause of death in the United States and throughout the world. That's incredible. Since Roe v. Wade, um, which may be overturned in the summer, I kind of doubt it, but Mm. who knows? But one in four pregnancies end in abortion, so it's time to do something. The ministry of Preborn is partnering with us at The Blaze to rescue babies this year, and you can be a part of it. Preborn is the direct competition to the abortion industry, and Planned Parenthood in particular, and the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S. You might think, free ultrasounds? Okay, well... So, so, when women are considering a, an abortion, um, pre-born provides them a free ultrasound so that they can see the baby, uh, hear the heartbeat, understand that's human life. And 80% of the time, after they see that, after they have that experience, they choose life. Mm. I mean, that's worth $28, bucks, is not it? $28. $144, if you can afford it, we'll buy five of those save five babies potentially to donate dial pound 250 say the keyword baby that's pound 250 keyword baby or you can go online at preborn.com slash pat
5: this is pat gray
1: unleashed uh before glenn uh joined us to talk about his book the Great Reset. We were talking about Dr. Uh, Leanna Wynn, and
2: oh, she's a former uh, Planned Parenthood director, by the way. Oh my! Ironically gosh. enough, is you know, she really? Yeah, I'm gonna. What me, a surprise! Let me let me Uber fact check this, but I oh just know. Oh my gosh! This, it just hit me.
1: So, if that's the case, you talk about hypocrisy, my body, my choice <laughs> nonsense, while she's pushing the stupid vaccine mandates okay okay was she yeah
2: yeah it was she was appointed head of okay great yeah just a few years ago
1: great so we were hearing how great masks are and were you know from her from march of last year may august what does she have to say now or lately about the masks do you agree with the move
2: To get rid of the mask mandates. I
0: do. There was a and is time in place for pandemic restrictions, but when they (laughs) were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. Sure. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant Mm. variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. vaccines And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high quality mask, mm-hmm. that also protects you, the wearer, too. Oh, and so well, in this that's. Case, I'm not different. saying, I don't think anyone hmm. really is saying that uh. no one should ever wear masks, <laughs> but rather that the responsibility <laughs> should Help shift us. from Listen. a government mandate yeah. imposed from the state what? or the local district or the school. So who uh-huh. should? Rather, Sorry. it should shift to an individual responsibility by the parents, who Oof. can still <laughs> decide that, that their child can Wonder wear a mask who's... if needed.
1: Oh, my God. That is
2: amazing that is amazing what do you attribute this changing science to pat well the science changed. Uh, the science change Uh, yeah or did the calendar change and it's an election year and they see that people are sick and tired of this crap and they're ready to move on from it it's
1: for sure yes think about that statement too it's a strange one the science has changed wait can science change if it's science it's science right? right it doesn't change like Physics, the physics of the of the planet, don't change. Our perception of them can, right? The way we look at them can. Right. What we learn changes. The th- the things we learn about it changes so
2: what changed was your opinion on the mask not the science on it is that not fascinating well so we think that uh here as a far leftist talking on cnn and representing the moves of the democratic party uh in the realm Mm -hmm. of covid um we feel that um no longer should the government mandate that children wear (laughs) masks but actually we think parents should have that choice we've been saying that for two years woman
1: yeah, so essentially what you're saying is uh, we were right the whole time. Thank you.
2: You were wrong. Thank you. The whole time. Mm-hmm. That's what's changed. Yeah. and by the way. Is
1: you understand you were wrong.
2: Uh, New York has gotten rid of mask mandates uh, up there. Oh, except for kids uh, in, in school have to continue to wear them. Which is so asinine. Uh, it is the opposite of the
1: way it should actually be. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, the least vulnerable among us. Yeah. Should have to wear the masks all the time. Uh, I think there's... Uh, Mm. I think I think that's a segment of the population that they need to continue Control. to indoctrinate and show them that, look, you're not born free. Mm-hmm. We grant you freedoms as a government. And they're trying to instill that in mm-hmm. this young population.
1: Only lions are born free. You know, as free as the wind blows. Mm-hmm. As free as the grass mm-hmm. grows. They're born, lions, lions are born free to follow their hearts. Are they? Yeah, Yeah. They
2: I wasn't aware they're, of that. Yeah.
1: Huh. It's true. Should look into that yeah. maybe sometime.
2: <laughs> okay. Hey, look at that. When you go to a school and your name's Stacy Abrams, only the adult yeah. uh, doesn't have to wear
1: the yeah. mask. You stupid kids, stupid who kids, probably won't have anything happen to you because of COVID. Hmm. Uh, you need to wear them because of science.
2: I mean, the backpedaling right now by the Democratic left—really amazing. Is just and and it's and it's funny to see who's on the email chain and who's not. Like obviously, Doctor Wynne was on the chain when Walensky wasn't mm-hmm. because Walensky mm-hmm. was still saying no we gotta wear a mask while Wynn was out there going ah no the science has changed see I got the memo I, I saw that email come yeah, in it's lady incredible I just
1: I, I, on the same team too
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know they're on the same team get your stinking story right before you go on every major network broadcast they don't care though because they have no shame they're not embarrassed by this stuff they just say it and uh, baldface lie to your f- and it doesn't matter because they're not going to be held accountable. Yeah.
2: The, the Democrat left will spend <laughs> the next nine months trying to convince you that they fixed COVID, that all of these <clears throat> draconian measures were for your own good. In the long run, we were able to get back to some freedom because their plan worked. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't fall for this madness. <sighs> Fortunately, our
1: audience isn't going to. They know. They know. They know. They're mm-hmm. hip to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things in the world that are brewing is uh, uh, Ukraine, of course, Taiwan. Now, we probably have until the 17th uh, or is the 20th. When did the Olympics end?
2: Well, see, I was thinking it was going to be after the para Paralympic athletes leave. Oh, okay? right. So we might get to like mid-March. I think it's uh, mid-March. okay. Yeah. Let's see. Right. Paralympics, Beijing. I'll get you. Hang on. Mid March. Yeah, so we got, we got a little bit. We got before some... they invade Taiwan. March 13th. So so the world will be relatively calm. For a while. Until at least March 13th. But
1: listen to what Putin had to say. Is this. Uh, about Ukraine and the possibility of Ukraine joining NATO, which yeah. I, I don't see that so happening. You're going to have to That's read... not going to happen.
2: Okay, well, you're going to have to read these. Uh... The 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 closed caption here. Okay. Uh, because oh yeah, because you he's tell
1: speaking me Russian.
2: if there's a big threat here.
1: All right. Uh. I want to stress it one more time. I've been saying it, but I'd be uh, very much want you to finally hear me and to deliver to the audience in print TV and online.
4: Yeah, that's what I
1: said. Hello. Do you understand it or not that if Ukraine joins NATO and attempts to bring Crimea back back by military means, the European countries will be automatically pulled into a war conflict with Russia.
4: Hmm. of course
1: NATO and Russia
4: potentials
1: are incomparable their potentials we understand it
4: but we also understand that Russia is
1: one of the leading nuclear countries and some by some modern, modern components it even outperforms other countries there will be no winners
4: and you'll be pulled into this conflict
1: against your will
4: hmm You won't even have time to think your your eye. eye. Blink your (laughs) eye. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he talks about Macron being there, and we talked about it. I don't want it, which is why he's here torturing me for six straight hours. (laughs) Wow. So he's enjoyed his time, obviously. Obviously, sitting uh, in a room with Macron
2: would be torture for six straight hours. There's definitely a nuclear threat there. Yeah, he makes a point to say that Russia is a leading nuclear state.
1: I have not heard that kind of rhetoric. Thank you. Maybe since Brezhnev. I I
2: was going to say, the Cold War. Yeah. For sure. Since
1: 1960, when he took off his shoe and pounded it on the table at the UN, and really talked about eliminating the United States from the face of the earth. We will bury you. Wow. That's amazing. And he said it. So nicely. Right. Oh, was that? <laughs>
2: didn't that, that he? Didn't seem. Yeah, yeah I don't he didn't know. Even that, think that was I don't nice? think that was a good look on his face. <laughs> but I mean, I just love this. I mean, Joe Man. Biden. Joe Biden's going to bring America back, right? And we're going to have great relations with everyone in the world. We have literally gone back to the Cold War era with Putin. Seriously. And what was Joe Biden? Was the first uh, president, U.S. president, to be what was it? Uh, formally condemned by the British Parliament. Yeah. Um, France pulled their ambassadors for the first time ever under Biden because they were upset about the deal we made with... Yeah, talking about pissing off your Um, your friends. Look look at how we treated our allies in Afghanistan. I mean, it goes on and on and on with this guy. Really bad. Internationally. Now, not to speak of domestically here.
1: When you put it that way, Keith, it sounds really bad. Are you just trying to
2: like drum up some things there yeah. and throw them yeah. out. I'm just laying down facts. All, all I just, just said was things that are true <laughs> about this guy and his international. It's perception. True, and they laughed at him at the G8. Yeah, uh, it, uh,
1: he because he is a joke. He's a joke. He's a, he's a joke. It's not a funny joke because no.
2: it's too serious. And the repercussions from the Afghanistan thing are going to go on sure forever.
1: And it showed everybody on this planet what he's made of and uh, that he doesn't care about defending our allies and that he doesn't care about defending our citizens. Uh, It's not good. Speaking of uh, Putin and Macron having some time together, here's how they passed the time. They had a little bit of social distance between them as they...
2: Disgusting. Jeff, Jeffy, Jeffy was sad he didn't get to that yesterday. So <laughs> But look how long that, that that table is actually that long. That's show show the
1: actual table. Do are you they, have the table? Are they yelling there, at, at each that.
2: other? No wonder it was torture.
1: Is that because of COVID? They're sitting like I have no idea. thirty yeah. feet from each other on this table. That is thirty uh, I mean, that is ridiculous. Come on. That's asinine. <laughs> Okay, like, where are the translators? Have they they not been tested, either one of them? Come on now. You know neither one of them have COVID. There's no
2: reason for them to be 30 feet apart. And that's a good way to to, to start a a nuclear war. It's like, I thought he said they were about to invade. No, I said, don't make us invade. Yelling out the... (laughs) What a world, No, what I
1: said was, do you have any spades? Yeah. I thought we were playing cards for a minute. Huh. I guess I should have asked for clarification you should on have that.
2: Asked, you should have run that one through the translator for sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Does Putin not speak English? I don't no, know that no. I've ever heard him speak English. I don't know. I know Stalin spoke English, and uh, I know that uh, FDR and Churchill didn't realize that he could overhear things. at oh Yeah, so he played from a position of strength at Yalta and mm. so on. Smart. So I don't know if maybe Putin's got the same game going on there. Does he speak French? I, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, the U.S. is prepping to get Americans out of Ukraine just in case this thing does go south and Russia invades. Um, but we got to hope it goes better than the way it went in Afghanistan. If you're going to do it, you should. Well, of course, they have said it'd be wise to get out right now. It'd be smart. And if I were in uh, Ukraine on some job or, you know, yeah. some long term situation, I'd pack up my family and get out. Yeah. Just in case. It, I mean, it is prudent. So we'll see how that goes. Um, then we've got Five for Fighting. Yeah. John Andrasic.
2: Yeah. He started
1: a-, a podcast. Yeah. Uh, talking with American heroes. And now he's got another, uh, new song out. Um, he did the one about Afghanistan, which was so good. So good. Uh and and now he's got does he have another one? Now I'm thinking of see, I keep doing this. Oh, with oh the, no, with you went, the five bands. You went it's five, f- five times five August. times August That's funny. That just did the new song and it's Andrasic that and, had uh, the <laughs> Afghanistan song. And
2: actually, um they're they're good friends, man. Uh are and, they? Yeah, and uh, now because of this, they've oh, united cool. because of, of what's going on here, and and there's so few musical artists that are outspoken. Unfortunately, they all have five in their name,
1: and it's very confusing. It is confusing, and because so, there's one other. What was the other five? Uh, uh
2: five. Gosh. Uh, Five Finger Death Punch. No, I don't know something. It's close. I mean, that is a that's close. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's close.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's tough. But but you got to check this out. He's interviewing a guy who helped get. Uh, good Afghans out of the country here at the 11th hour and listen to this heartbreaking story from his podcast, man.
3: Suffice it to say these two, uh, one of the brothers was back home in the U S. And so the one brother that was in Afghanistan is trying to evacuate the family members of both sides. Well, we got, we got told by the state department that only immediate family members could come out. And so this poor guy is sitting there after three or four attempts to get through a gate and he's told by the officials that you got to pick which four you want to bring. Wow. Oh, man. So, which is to say you got to pick which 15 you're not going to bring. And which 15 are going to stay behind. And very possibly not survive, be Correct. killed. Yeah. And so he, he picked his daughters and, and his wife, which obviously, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, we got them out um, mm. with some significant trials and tribulations and... Uh, my, our, our mutual friend Mike in Florida can tell you a little bit about that. Mike Waltz. Yep. Thank you, Mike Waltz. Yeah. Uh, about two weeks after that evacuation, they found the safe house that those uh, remaining, those remaining 15 were hiding in. Mm. Um, they killed one of the uncles uh, mm. in the street right there in front of the rest of the family. Uh, kidnapped four. And uh, those folks uh, haven't been heard from since.
2: Oh, my gosh. That's who we left behind. And that's what happened. <sighs>
1: That is, that's heartbreaking. Yep. Jeez.
2: Mm. By the way, you did mention uh, wow. five times August in his new song was anti-fascist blues. Yeah. That we played on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patheads helped get that to number one on Apple iTunes. Oh,
1: nice. So, thank he, you. He attributes that's this great. audience
2: for doing that. That so is awesome. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you about Keeps. Um, keeps. Hash you covered if you're starting to lose your hair and it's really disturbing to you. And, uh, of course, it is to most of us, I think. When you start losing your hair, it's it's unsettling. I mean, uh, you know, you've had hair on the top of your head your whole life. And so... You kind of
2: grow attached to it.
1: Yeah. Right? And then when the hair on the top of your head starts to go away and your head starts to shine,
2: (laughs) it's just not...
1: (laughs) It doesn't seem right. Yeah,
2: I'm not into the shine. Mm Mm-mm.
1: Don't (laughs) like it. So, there's Keeps. Keeps treatment plans are delivered straight to your door. All you have to do is go online at Keeps.com uh, slash Pat and just fill out some information that they need and take a few pictures of your head, show them what's going on. Then a licensed doctor will get back to you and recommend the right hair care products Simple. for what you're trying to do.
2: Simple process.
1: Simple, easy. Keith's been through the process. They're really great people and easy to work with, right? Oh, yeah. They also have a tracking uh, tool that you can track your progress, and if you have any questions, you uh, something comes up that you don't understand or you want answered, you can get a hold of your Keeps Doctor, twenty four seven, and and take care of that. Your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging, so you can connect with your doctor about anything, anytime.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know that you want to have a conversation. You know, hey, who's going to win the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, that you know, maybe you talk to your <laughs> friends about that. Uh, <laughs> But whether <laughs> they, they
2: may engage. I don't know. They it might make it back to you. They might.
1: Go Bengals. Whether you're looking for uh, to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have, Keeps has you covered. Uh, hair loss stops with Keeps. To get 50% off your first order, go to keeps.com slash path. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash path. <laughs> Pat Gray, Unleashed. I am. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Check out this tweet yesterday from NPR. Oh. This is really powerful stuff. Really powerful. Something you you should think about today. Okay? Because a lot of us go online and we start throwing emojis around out there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Better think twice.
2: Yeah, you are like an emoji (laughs) king. I know this to be
1: <laughs> yeah to be yeah true. really they do like, call me the king of emojis
2: okay so here's a little they inside do. baseball mm-hmm. Pat and I text I mean constantly
1: nah uh, I would say what yeah it's almost it's continual yeah it's almost continual text conversation sometimes it gets a
2: little confusing because you don't use words you just it's just, just a stream of emojis and I'm like right yeah why is there a <laughs> clock in this text Corby look at this what is he trying to say so anyway yeah I, yeah so you can relate to yeah, the NPR yeah, yeah. tweet hopefully we have that.
1: Some white people may choose uh, emojis—the thumb up emoji. Okay, but it's but you but notice it's, that it's white. It's the white one. Okay, because it feels neutral. But some academics argue opting out of out of out of uh, the uh, so a different white a, a thumb up different thumb up signals a <laughs> lack of awareness <laughs> oh, about white privilege. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay.
2: You following this so far?
1: Uh, akin to society associating whiteness with being raceless. You get that? So your tax dollars at work at NPR. Can you believe this? It has gotten to this point
2: where a freaking emoji means you're a racist. So hang on, let's 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 noodle this out in their stupid world. So if we use the black skin flesh tone uh, Aren't emoji you, uh, you're, culturally appropriating you're appropriating a their black hand color? when you don't have one right but if you use <laughs> the white one then you're a then racist.
1: you're a white supremacist, white supremacist. obviously cuz for some reason you thought the white <laughs> hand looked better than the black hand
2: i just i mean the world's insane i would like to point out though that our late friend doc thompson when he texted he did actually use the uh, black thumbs up and use the, the black skin tone emojis. That was pretty funny. But that's cultural appropriation is right. not funny, It's not Keith.
1: funny. That's what you meant I to meant say. I meant it's not funny. Not funny.
2: Ur, I forgot what world I was right. in for a second. Thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> I just, I mean, the, th- the things that we choose as a society to uh, make into an issue. I'm sorry. I the know. things that some people in our society choose to make an issue is just madness.
1: Well, We've got to tell you about the. I don't know if we have time for this right now, but uh, we got to tell you about this uh, student in Illinois who had some racial things uh, scratched into her door or written on her yeah, door. Bad one stuff. Of the two. Nasty stuff. Just nasty, awful. Hateful
2: discrimination, and they found racism responsible for it. And they
1: found the person, and they're going to be brought to justice. Good. So we'll get into that coming up here in a minute. I bet it's somebody that uses white emojis. Probably, yeah, Mm -hmm. probably that should have been a clue when they're when they use the first white thumbs up emoji. Mm -hmm. They should have been arrested and put away before they were able to scare somebody with uh, all kinds of racial epithets.
2: Yeah, could have could have nipped it in the bud.
1: If you will. And I think.
2: I will. Oh, I will. You will. I will. Yeah. All right. So
1: we'll get into that coming up here in a minute. (laughs) You're going to love it. Yeah. It's the same old story. Plus, we got to talk about the Canadian truckers, Mm -hmm. whether or not that's coming to the United States of America. I think it's going to. Yeah? I think it's going you
2: to. You think March 1st? Because that was what they were throwing out there for a while. Soon.
1: I don't know if March 1st will be the day, but yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming soon. 888 900 More Pat Ray Unleashed coming up.
0: He's got no time for morons. Except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Got some trees here. Uh, tweets here. Scott Sweatman tweets... Actually, if CNN fired all their anchors, canceled all their shows, and just ran political attack ads from the Democratic Party 24-7, uh, they'd keep their same audience, and they might actually make, make a profit. It's <laughs> yeah. really true. Uh, lone Wolf. the So since the science changed from wear a mask to protect others to wear a mask to protect yourself. Yeah, the science. Yeah, it did. It changed. Uh, proud Mr. Greybeard. The science changed is a Democrat slogan used to avoid responsibility for very wrong choices. They will always not take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Jimmy Dimples, the standard emoji yellow is indirectly racist. What's NPR going to do if someone from The Simpsons has to tweet something?
2: Uh-oh. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, good question. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right. So Illinois law enforcement announced on Friday that Kalia Clark-Mabins, a black female... Well, let me, let me not start there. I don't want to start by blowing the whole scenario. Hmm. Um, there were notes. There were notes that were placed on her door in her dorm uh, at Southern Illinois University in Edwardsville that said, die, bitch. Oh, no. And black people don't belong. That is just, that's not. First of all, it's, of course, not true, and it's just unpleasant, and it's racist, and it's awful.
2: You're making me angry just just Mm -hmm. by saying that, you know?
1: Police received uh, a report of a hate crime involving the posting of handwritten notes on the door of a room in Woodland Residence Hall, along with an alleged anonymous text message thread from the fall 2021 containing threatening and racially hostile content. The investigation included not just the campus police, but also the Madison County State's Attorney's Office and U.S. Secret Service.
2: Boy, it's getting serious up in here.
1: All up in here. Mm -hmm. Small told uh, The Fix on Monday that the Secret Service conducted analysis on the handwriting of the notes. Okay, good, good. So they're going to find this racist a-hole if it's the last thing they do. This whitey needs to go to jail, am I right? Who's with me on that? I'm with you. Who's with me?
2: Wait, why, why'd you say whitey?
1: Well, because obviously it's a, some white supremacist here. You're right. Right?
2: You know what? I stand correct. Right. You're right. You're yeah. right. It's obvious. Uh,
1: it's Obvious. Funny. A closed change.org petition. Why did they close it? Called for the expulsion <laughs> of the initially suspected perpetrators.
2: <laughs> they should be more than expelled from school. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, if they're white, we got to do something
1: a black teen and her sister have had their lives threatened by some white teens on campus and have had no justice Mm -mm. claimed a user of the uh change.org petition person Mm -hmm. by the name of justice for us oh i like it it kind of rhymes justice Justice for for us. us Black activists, of course, rallied for the expulsion of the alleged perpetrators when they thought white teens were to blame. What do you mean when they thought they were to blame? Obvio. They are. Wait. Uh, I mean, obviously, white <laughs> teens are to blame. Or, I don't know, maybe young adults. Doesn't have to be teens, but yeah. you know they're white. They
2: have to be white, though.
1: I don't know how old they are, but they're white. Mm-hmm. Except they're not. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah. She. That's where the <clears throat> opening uh, paragraph comes in. Illinois law enforcement announced Friday... That uh, Kalia Clark Babens, a black female college student, will be charged with three counts of distor- disorderly conduct for filing a false police report. Why? Mm. Because she did the notes herself.
2: Okay, maybe so. May- As always, yeah, maybe so. Maybe Pat, so. Mm-hmm. Hasn't she suffered enough?
1: She's suffered enough. We yeah, don't leave her alone.
2: I mean, she had to leave look at mind. that door. Yeah, that's you know true. That she,
1: Add that she wrote the note on, mm-hmm. which said "die bitch" and "black people don't belong here." Does that mean she's a racist or what? I don't.
2: Again, let's just drop this one, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah, she's, let's just forget about. Suffered it. enough. Shh.
1: They say uh, it's under investigation, but I feel like she shouldn't be on campus. Period. Yeah, thank you, because you threatened to lynch students on this campus. According to the black student union president.
2: Wait, that was a, a quote from when they still thought the that people That's were white. That's when they thought the
1: people were white.
2: <laughs> no, are they saying that, saying, that that now? No. <laughs> no. saying that now? No.
1: They're not. Uh, they are not saying that now. Now it's like, oh, okay, never Oh, mind. I got uh, to get to class. I'm sorry. Yeah, gotta, I'm not really yeah, into this mm, anymore. I hate these people. And then uh, we're over. done. We're done here. It's over. Everybody can go home. In almost... Well, in every case, we've seriously, if there's a case, oh, we need to see this where (laughs) an actual racist did this. We'll talk about it. I've yet to see one in the last several years. And you know, it would be everywhere. Oh, boy. Everywhere. Because white people are so racist (laughs) that they'd have to prove it by showing you this instance of terrible racism. Of threatening black people for no reason at all. Why don't you want them on campus? That is just heinous. And of course, it didn't happen. You know why? Because like 99.9% of white people don't feel that way. They don't want to do that. They don't act that way. They don't feel that way. They don't talk that way. (laughs) Sounds like white privilege talking (laughs) over there. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure that's what they'd say. (sighs) And a school tells kids to stop sending Valentines featuring white or gender normative people. Okay. Private school in Providence, Rhode Island, has recommended that students avoid sending Valentine's Day cards that portray only white people. Okay. We got enough white things going on here. Man. (laughs) Parents and students of Moses Brown Lower School. (laughs) Moses Brown Lower School received the following guidelines. From Osvaldo Jose Marti, the head of the school. As we approach the month of February, we are writing to share some guidelines for the selection and exchange of valentines in the lower school. If your child wishes to bring cards for classmates, please consider these recommendations, Uh which we make in an effort to promote kindness and inclusivity within our community. (laughs) If your child would like to bring cards for classmates, this is entirely optional. Okay. Please bring a card for every other child in the pod or in the grade.
2: No. No. Mm-mm. No. No. I don't. Sorry. No. I don't want sneaky McJones in the back row to be my Valentine. So I'll pass. <laughs> it's
1: asinine. Please coach your child if purchasing commercially produced cards oh. to select something that does not feel gender normative.
2: Oh, come off it!
1: <laughs> With separate boy cards versus girl cards, for instance, we don't need that, you know, because I'm not sure why. How many non-gender normative kids do g- they have in the school? Well, well,
2: okay, well, well, they're conditioning more and more every day, are they not? But, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to think of Valentine's Day cards. Like, aren't they just pretty vanilla anyway? Like Seems, they don't yeah. say "I'm, mine, I'm or... a guy, you're a girl, let's be valentines." I don't right. know that I've ever seen that.
1: But if you bring the same card for everybody, oh, it sounds so
2: unique and sincere.
1: Also, consider taking your child, talking to your child about avoiding cards that portray only white human characters. Okay. Representation matters, and our students of color also deserve to see themselves in some of the cards they receive, unless we can find cards without people pictured at all. <laughs> okay. Oh. And finally, Valentine's Day celebration at the lower school level should have a focus on friendship and fun. Please join us in trying to avoid the romantic crush themes that can dominate the day for older students. Yeah, that's just not natural and not
2: normal. Okay. Okay. I mean, that was your chance in school. That right. was your chance mm-hmm. to to tell your crush. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, I can. I've got an in now. You know, mm-hmm. I'd give her a Valentine's Day card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And inside the card, well, in Jeffy's day, you know, he would probably put his address, probably put a key, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff in the envelope. But I mean, this yep. is lit. Just let kids be kids.
1: It's my chance to tell Stephanie Cannon in second grade. Stephanie Cannon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How'd she take the card? Or Carrie Moore in fifth grade.
2: Okay. Yeah. Anybody else on that list playa?
1: Uh, Not that I can think of, now. Okay. No. Wow. But those two stick out.
2: They stick out?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't give them gender normative cards, of course.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so so (laughs) did you give the whole class a card or just... Yes, every
1: single person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Of course I did. I wanted to be... Inclusive, Keith.
2: Okay, but see. so
1: everybody got the same thing. Be my Valentine. Okay, but here's, every one of them.
2: Here's how you play the system, and it's kind of sly. Okay? Fourteen
1: boys and sixteen girls. Right. all got the message.
2: Okay, you get you give the fourteen Stupid. boys, uh huh, fifteen girls, yeah. the generic one. So it looks okay. like everybody got the same one. Uh huh. But to uh, Stephanie Moore. Stephanie Cannon. Cannon. Carrie Moore. Carrie Moore. Mm-hmm. You give her, mm. and it's just nonchalant. Looks like you're giving out, yep, everybody gets one. But hers is really special. And it's like, hey... Right. Will you be my Valentine and so much more? Yeah. Okay. Or whatever. Some yeah, personal whatever. message whatever. in there. A different card. Yeah. But it looks like it's the same. Right. So therefore, the teacher at this stupid school uh-huh. thinks that you're playing by the rules, but really, you're still using the day to your advantage. I can't even imagine school
1: being like it is now. Back then, it's so upside down and inside out. It's so asinine, so insane. You just and you can't keep track. You can't keep track. I mean, if If you brought, hey, uh, I hope you switch genders in the next year. That would probably be awesome That to these teachers and (laughs) administrators.
2: Happy Valentine's Day. I want to switch genders (laughs) with
1: me. You know what? You'd make a really good boy. Uh Uh, Oh, that would be be great. That'd be great. You know, I always thought of you as a Dude. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe you should, should make that Maybe you should transition. You ever thought of it? Make it official.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, is that hateful or is that or, inclusive? Or is it inclusive? And accepting. Mm-hmm. This world sucks is what we've concluded. Crazy.
1: It's it's madness. All right. Let me tell you about Masterworks. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Investors are selling stocks like crazy. And volatility is up 50% over last month. Over the last month? Wow. You can thank Jerome Powell's interest rate hike announcement for that. And it could get worse. They, I've heard every meeting this year might include a rate hike. Um, Goldman Sachs even predicts that five could come in the next year alone. And that's being backed up right now uh, by others. Now, let me ask you this. Is your portfolio ready for what's happening or what's about to happen? If not, you may want to consider investing in in an alternative asset like blue chip art. After all, art has a low correlation to the stock market. And blue chip art prices outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% the last 25 years. Diversifying with art isn't new. The ultra wealthy have done it for centuries. And with masterworks, you can do it too. This alternative investment platform lets you buy shares representing an investment in multi-million dollar paintings. Join the over 330,000 members and get priority access to Masterworks with this unique link. Go to uh, masterworks.io unleashed. Masterworks.io unleashed. See important disclosures at masterworks.io disclaimer.
2: is unleashed. Hey, Pat. I got some breaking news. All right. U.S. inflation climbed 7.5% in January, the highest annual increase in nearly 40 years. Yay! Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> he agrees. Right. Yeah, he does. He agrees. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better.
1: I love that clip because... What, you are, seriously, you, do you not know at this point, or at that point, which was what, a month ago maybe? Uh-huh. Do, did you not know at that point what it means? Nobody's explained it to you. Really? Come on. I don't,
2: um, what am I doing here? <laughs>
1: I don't know that he knows what much
2: of anything means.
1: Uh, apparently not. <sighs> uh, by the way, The Who claims 500,000 deaths have happened worldwide since Omicron. I'd, t- I'd take that with a grain of salt, personally, because I won't get fooled again <laughs> by the who.
2: Why don't... Why, where, see what he did there? Okay, I do see wah, what you wah. did
1: with... See what but, I did. But
2: I don't understand the why... It's not,
1: the, it's not that. No, we know. The who. We
2: got it. But yeah. where's okay. the rim shot? I mean, I know it's in the machine. Oh, okay. I know it's a hotkey. Uh-huh. Why true. isn't it ready? So tell us I'd, again. I'd
1: take that with a grain of salt, yeah. you know, because I won't get fooled again. <laughs> Oh, by, by the oh who. look what he did. Did by you See what it's I did? It's a band. See what I did there? That's a band that's a
2: name. song. And yes. it's the World it. Health
1: Organization.
2: <laughs> so stupid
1: with everything going on in the world and we're spending time doing this. But that's the beauty of the show, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Anyway, they lamented Tuesday that half a million COVID-19 deaths have been recorded since Omic- Omicron. Now, that's worldwide, of course. That's not in the U.S. Um, And they call it beyond tragic. The WHO's incident manager, Abdi Mohammed, said that 130 million cases and 500,000 deaths had been recorded globally since Omicron was declared a variant of concern in late November. Uh, Okay, 130 million. uh, That's why you're having so many deaths, because it's not as virulent, but it's just more... It's transmitted to more people, and so more people die. So it makes it sound like, and I think The Who does this on purpose. They want it to sound like it's, it's
2: more uh, deadly right. than even the Delta variant was. It's fair to say that The Who runs it through some distortion.
1: Yes. Yes, they do. And you know, that might be Pete Townsend's fault. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He's not a doctor, <laughs> he's not a doctor, Mm-mm. and he doesn't even play one on TV. So
2: what's he doing? He doing press releases. (laughs) Wait, what's happening over here? He's a
1: guitarist. For the love of heaven, okay, shut up about Omicron variant.
2: (laughs) Nancy's and um,
1: Nancy just uh, she is. Do we have a shot of that? She's struggling. Yeah, we're we're, she's struggling. We're
2: capturing. She can't
1: hold up the dartboard on her. uh, That's
2: (laughs) 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 that's her (laughs) laugh. Good job, Corby. Better uh, her laugh. Anyway, so uh, there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you uh, go. And you know, the lady that discovered Omicron, she said they really tried to silence her. Because remember the big push around Thanksgiving? There's a new variant. Everybody panic. And from the beginning, yeah. she was saying, look, this one is much more mild. Everybody just chillax, okay? Yeah. And they, she said they tried to shut her up. Really? I'm, the South African doctor. I'm glad she kept... Remember, and we had the clips. She kept speaking out. She did. Yep. And eventually, they
1: had to admit it. Because people started getting it, and it wasn't as bad. Correct. So they stopped. They finally admitted, yeah, it's probably more mild.
2: But it's more transmissible. And I appreciate her not only continuing to speak her mind two months ago, uh-huh. but still today saying, yeah, uh, absolutely, this is why they came after me, blah, blah, blah. And I think people like her, like the Canadian truckers, I'm starting to get a little hope. I've, I've said 2022 is a watershed year. I feel like a year from now, I don't want to say this. Knock on wood. I just, I like the trajectory right now. Yeah. Being Bill yeah, Maher too. all the time. Yeah. Jake Tapper. I mean, people are speaking out. Yeah,
1: some. I appreciate it. Some mm. who have seemingly or obviously been on the left
2: have started to speak up. The Democrats have changed their 2022 game plan because you and independents are sick of this and they know this is a big hi youtube joke uh, it's it's you know mm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's they realize for what it is it's a power grab okay mm-hmm. that's what this is yeah it's not a joke or a hoax no
1: because it really is happening yes
2: obviously agreed
1: but they've the way it's being exaggerated handled. it to the point where it's like come on
2: when kids are in school wearing masks all day that is a joke yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay. That is a power play on your kids, and it's Athenite. showing them who's in charge and they will be controlled.
1: <sighs> Just noticed Fox is doing a story on Jim MacInvale again, Mattress uh-huh. Mac in Houston. He's got he's a the guy vet. who he owns the big furniture store yes. down in, in Houston. Mattress Mac. Mattress Mac. And he loves to bet on games, and uh he's got a four and a half million dollar bet on the Bengals this weekend to win the Super Bowl. Four and a half million dollars. Mm. And now that would return if the Bengals win, he he wins seven point seven million dollars.
2: So he gets his money back and then gets the seven point seven. Yes, no, I think he oh, gets his money back three, and then another three point two million. Ah, totally not worth. Is that right? It. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not
1: sure. I'm not uh, a gambler. I don't know how it. I'm works. I'm not either. I don't do that quite so. honestly. But I'm just no. assuming it's he gets his initial mm-hmm. back and then the, th- you know, three million plus. Uh, in addition to that,
2: important question, just from Rob down the hall here. If if Mattress Mack is in Houston, is he being impacted by a trash dump from SEIU this morning? <laughs> is that something going on right now, or is that in the past? <laughs> no, it's in the past. Okay, good, good. Okay,
1: it's interesting that you thought it might be going on in the present. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm not sure why. No, I'm not sure why you thought that. No, that happened a long time ago. Houston isn't like 2005. Trash I think. Dump. So hmm? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. What? (laughs) In Canada. Yeah. The uh, latest police tactic was to douse fires and steal the firewood from the truckers that are now just parked, right? They're just, they're kind of. Yeah, and they're trying to stay messing warm. Messing up traffic traffic in
5: Quebec.
2: Yeah. yeah, and look, they're trying to stay warm. So the police came in there. They they extinguished their fire. You can see it smoldering back there. And they just took all of their firewood. Is that legal to do? Just come in and steal their firewood? I mean, I'm telling you, every day, this is the Empire versus the Rebel Alliance. Gosh darn it. That's just something else. It is grotesque.
1: Here's what the media is saying uh, about the Canadian truckers. Uh, here's the headline: How truck convoy supporters have weaponized freedom.
2: Mm, and this is the uh, Weaponized Mail. Freedom. Yeah. So the word freedom is now a weapon, according to the Globe and Mail editorial
1: board. Freedom is a word that gets bandied about a lot these days, but has mostly been co-opted by the alt right, both <laughs> here and in the U.S. <laughs>
2: Freedom's a bad word.
1: During the last federal election, People's Party of Canada leader Maxime Bernier, the far right's current standard bearer in this country, was greeted with the chants of freedom, freedom at his <laughs> campaign stops.
2: Shame on him.
1: <laughs> How dare they say that word?
2: Yeah, don't be doing that.
1: Freedom is an ideology as an ideology, has been appropriated by the Make America Great Again wing of the U.S. Republican Party. There's a strong MAGA fan base in this oh, country. Oh, no! Apparently with prominent supporters such as Candace Bergen, the new interim leader of the Federal Conservative Party of Canada.
2: Mm.
1: I'm not sure I knew Candace was uh, Canadian. <laughs> I do
2: not know she was in politics either.
1: Uh, MAGA hats and Trump signs have been ubiquitous oh, at the Freedom no. Convoy occupation in Ottawa, which has attracted donations and political support from the U.S. One man rode a horse through the downtown streets carrying a flag. Get this. What did it say? Emblazoned with the word Trump.
2: Oh, no! The word Trump was on a flag.
1: I don't know why somebody didn't shoot him off the horse. Why? Don't why didn't they just ideas. flat out shoot him? Mm-hmm drop a nuke on his head something he needs to be stopped the word freedom could be found on most signs being touted by the protesters no for many it's a word that's become code for the
2: white identity politics
1: and the far right's weapon of choice in the culture wars (laughs)
2: <laughs> freedom okay. is our weapon of choice? Yeah. And it's <laughs> a
1: white word, I guess. It's a wh- Now, are you serious? Uh, What slop? I mean, you've got to be ashamed of yourself for writing this kind of no, garbage. No, they're not. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, you're right. They have no shame. So freedom they're, they're not worried about it has at been
2: all. weaponized. Oh, man,
1: We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Jeffy will join us, finish off the week, and our last... More on Trivia of the Year.